0: Hello, this is Tom Bailey, and you're listening to P.F.'s Tape Recorder.
1: Hello there, I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Erica Rhodes.
2: I know this is really depressing, but, like, we're all going to die at some point. I hate to be the one to break that news, but, like, we're mortal beings living on this planet, and we're just borrowing time. And as soon as you sort of get in touch with that, as as far as, like, the reality of life is that this is all temporary.
1: Yes, another brand new interview for you. Uh, it's really weird how this came together. Uh, Erica Rhodes is performing, as I'm recording this, she is going to be recording this weekend, uh, the weekend of June 27th. Uh, they're at the Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis with social distancing. I I believe it's going to be broadcast on Zoom as well, if you can't make it to the club or whatever, although by the time you're hearing this, the show will be over. But just to be curious as to how they're doing it, that's how they're doing it. And anyway, her publicist reached out and said, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, my editor at City Page said, hey, can you interview Erica Rhodes? And I said, sure. Problem is, I interviewed her too late to make it into the paper, but we uh, did get this together for the podcast, so that's cool. And uh, it, it's relevant because she's going to be recording a comedy special in July, at the Rose Bowl in Los Angeles, she'll explain all about that. Oh, it's Pasadena, actually. Great, Los Angeles. Um, she'll explain all that in the interview. But uh, yeah, so we have that, and we have a uh, song of the week coming up from Ava Max. Stay tuned for that, and a brand new dumb bit right now. So it's time for another edition of What kind of nonsense is that? So, a lot of interesting stuff going on this week. This is an interesting story I saw.
2: The Dixie Chicks have officially dropped the Dixie from their name. The iconic country pop trio of Natalie Maines, Emily Strayer, and Marty McGuire are now simply called the Chicks.
1: Yeah, so they really didn't explain beyond that, but I guess, uh, we are to believe that they're doing this because, you know, of the, uh, the renewed interest in, you know, kind of taking down Confederate statues and, and things like that. And, uh, yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of controversy, a lot of people upset on Facebook, uh, not necessarily Dixie Chick fans, but just the fact that they took Dixie out of their name and, you know, that, that they changed their name. And, hey, look, I get it. I'm still mad at Jefferson Airplane, all right? So I totally get your anger. I really don't. Anyway, um, but this does come on the heels, like I said, of this whole d- deal of, um, well, here, this, this thing happened, too, and, and we'll get to the other thing that confuses me.
2: Calprin is outside City Hall, where the Christopher Columbus statue could be coming down very soon, too.
1: Yeah, so this push has been going on for uh, a while now. They want to take not only take down the statue of Christopher Columbus in Columbus, they want to, there's a push to rename the town. And a silly name has been proposed, Flavor Town. That's uh, not going to happen. But they want to rename the town. Um, some folks do. So, uh, you know, we can have a historical discussion about Christopher Columbus. I know the Andrew Jackson statue in Washington, D.C., was in danger because Andrew Jackson, well, I, I believe he was a slave owner. He was a dick, as a, for sure, as was Columbus. But then, you know, what do we do about Washington and Jefferson? You know, founding fathers, but slave owners. And Washington, yeah, he released his slaves, but you shouldn't have them in the first place, dude. And secondly, uh, Thomas Jefferson... You know, had sex with one of his slaves. So not only do we have a, uh, a, a human rights problem, we have a human resources problem there too. So anyway, you know, and, But again, we can have a historic discussion about that. The thing that I think is pretty clear that a, a line, we haven't, a line we, we haven't crossed a line on anything is taking down the statues of Confederate uh, 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 war uh, heroes in quotes. And naming, we have military bases named after Confederates? I didn't know that. I just found this out a month ago. I'm like, how is that possible? Look, again, the Founding Fathers thing, the Columbus thing, We can let's discuss that. We can have have a a, a historical discussion about that. I don't think there's any question on the Confederacy at all, okay? You know what these guys did? Here's a sample. On April 12th, 1861, at 4.30 a.m., the Union garrison, having ignored an ultimatum to vacate the fort, provoked the Confederates to start bombarding it. Yeah, they shot at the American flag. Okay, You know all you people out there, they're all, oh, I'm so upset. Colin Kaepernick, he's taking knee. he's disrespecting the flag. Well, he's not disrespecting the flag, number one. Uh, and secondly, even if you think he's doing that, wouldn't you be more upset with people actually shot at the flag and shot at people carrying the flag? That's ridiculous. So uh, I, this, I guess, falls under the category of, uh, like we say. What kind of nonsense is that? Erica Rhodes is a stand-up comedian, musician, and actress originally from Newton, Massachusetts. She's doing a comedy special in July at the Rose Bowl, she's uh, warming up for it, and here now is our interview with Erica Rhodes. Hi, Erica. It's P.F. Wilson from Minneapolis City Pages. Hey, what's up? How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good. Good to talk to you again. I think we spoke to you uh, last spring, I think it was.
2: Yeah. Doesn't that feel like a century
1: ago? Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm not 100% sure, and I forgot to look where it was, but we were in Los Angeles last June, and I swear to God I saw you in a deli there, and I can't remember where the hell it was. But I'm like, really? yeah, you were eating with two other people, an older man and an older woman, maybe discussing some business deal. Or someone looked a lot like you. I'm sure in Los Angeles there's probably plenty of people that, <laughs> you know, Oh, look you should lot- have
2: said hi. To I the wasn't tea. sure it was
1: you. And then I was with my whole family. And um, I'll email Jess and tell her the name of the restaurant when I find it on her Facebook.
2: What, where, what part of town was it
1: in? I'm thinking it was... Hollywood or North Hollywood I can't even remember it was like our first day full day in town we stopped to get lunch and uh but I can't remember what part of town we were in at that point but um it's
2: totally possible yeah I, I used to live in Hollywood
1: okay then maybe it is possible yeah I'll I'll send Jess the name of the place when I find it and then uh if you can pass it along to you you can say yay or nay but anyway um that fact hey. aside uh so how did this whole thing come together with you uh going to Acme my editor emailed me and said hey this was just suddenly announced you should try and talk to her
2: well we've been waiting to see if they'll open because uh i was sub- i was booked for june so I was our, I was booked for earlier this month. And, the, you know, for a second they thought maybe they'd open in time for me to keep my uh, initial dates. But they weren't. So we pushed it till, you know, whenever they could finally book me. So okay. finally they could. And, you know, it's it's uh, good timing. For, you know, I know a lot of people are worried about traveling. And, um, you know, I thought about it. But the thing is that I have a special coming up. So I really... I really need, after not getting on stage for three months, I really need to get on stage, you yeah. know, to prepare for it,
1: so. So, uh, what have you been doing with your time during the lockdown? We talked to Kostaki last week, and he's just kind of, fortunately, he has a lot of other irons in the fire that he can kind of concentrate on. But, oh, that's uh, okay. Yeah, but so. Um,
2: what, sorry? Uh,
1: so, uh, so, what kind of things have you been working on? Have you had other things you can, you know, other uh, uh, avenues, other, other avenues of creativity you could a- exploit?
2: Well, I, you know, I've been sort of uh, surprisingly productive. Um, I don't know what half what set in with me. But I guess when you're a creative person, you just find a way to be creative is what I'm finding. So I, uh, you know, initially I was supposed to go to the Melbourne comedy festival in April. And then I was going to do my special in New York. And then I was going to do the Austin moon tower festival and all of those things fell through. So I had absolutely nothing on my calendar. So I ended up doing a lot of zoom shows. Like I did a bunch of shows on zoom. So I still ran jokes. And one time I did like an hour just from my apartment, which was interesting. (laughs) And, uh, and then I also went to Florida actually to see my sister and her kids. So I visited them and I was doing shows from there. And then I also started doing like a little mini uh, web thing with my mom on Instagram every Monday where she gives advice. She calls it advice from mom in fewer than 10 words and uh, daily advice from mom in fewer than 10 words. And so she gives a little, you know, a little, a morsel of wisdom. And that's been really fun because people love my mom. <laughs> well, that's good. And, yeah. So that's been really random and fun. She gives a little piece of advice. Then I started writing a blog. Like I wrote two blogs that did really well. Like I got really positive response um, and I published them on medium and medium feature both of them in their human part section. And people seem to like that. And then Um, and then I started like even doing some zoom writing coaching sessions. I like, I said it as a joke and then people actually wanted to do it so that I did some coaching. Like I've been pretty crazy busy, which is interesting.
1: Well, that's cool. Yeah. Weirdly, my my wife and I have been, uh, busy as well. I lost some of my, uh, income streams because, uh, well, city pages, what we're doing this for now, uh, and city beat in Cincinnati. Uh, we're both like, well, there's no show, so of course there's no one interview. So this is the first city pages interview I've done since uh, March. but
2: oh wow, yeah
1: but but I, but I was and I was trying to get my own podcast going. So I played some best of episodes and then because I talked to Kostaki last week, I talked to Pat Francis when the thing first started, but I've been busy at my day job, which is a t-shirt company. My wife's been busy. She, she works for a large uh, corporate entity here in Cincinnati, and uh, she's been super busy. she's her job hasn't been affected. It's actually gotten busier. Uh, What is
2: her, what's her job?
1: She uh, works in social media for a large consumer goods manufacturer. Social
2: media is great. Anything where you're online, like, I'm I'm grateful that I have an online presence because otherwise I don't know if I would get anyone to watch these Zoom shows or, you know, read my blogs or anything. So, yeah, that helps.
1: With the Zoom, when you're doing the, the, the uh, shows on Zoom, doing the joke, do you, so are people's microphones turned on? Can you get some feedback as to what jokes are working and what aren't? Or do you kind of, so like being on TV and you kind of have to guess sometimes.
2: Yeah, it's been interesting because uh, definitely some places have figured it out. There's a place called Nowhere Comedy Club, which is not a place. it's an, it, They called it Nowhere, but it's a group of guys um, who put together this, you know, just an online club and they're they were really they're really professional about it and they you know they kind of keep tabs on if somebody's talking um and uh they'll they'll turn the mic down if they're talking but they'll have about 10 they'll have probably like maybe 10 to 20 people on so you can at least gauge the crowd's reaction
1: well that's good and yeah and then for uh, the I guess for the other Zoom shows that you're doing, I guess just the fact that people are are watching, and the number of people are watching is probably a good indication of how well those are working. Um, uh,
2: wait, wait, sorry. Um, the difference between which shows and which shows? Oh, the
1: the one we like the one you're doing with your mom. That one oh Oh,
2: the mom stuff is not Zoom. The mom oh. stuff I've just been doing on Instagram.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I got confused. Yeah, so that
2: one we that one we just have like. We'll have people who log in and watch, and then sometimes I'll share. Oh, okay. I'll I'll take a clip from the video and post it on Twitter. But that one's pretty casual.
1: Yeah. So I guess in a a lot of ways, I guess if this pandemic had to happen, uh, this was a good time for it to happen. Because, like, maybe even 10 years ago, uh, this might have been more devastating, you know, without having an online economy. Yeah, I don't
2: know what would have happened if there was no way, I guess. I guess everyone would be forced to take a break completely and not do any comedy, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe turn to writing or something like that. I don't know what would have happened.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think. Uh, and so what, like, what have you been doing like, personally during the, the lockdown? Have you, have you found any ways to relax what with being so busy or has it just been go, 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 because you don't know when it's going to maybe hit a wall? That's what our big fear is right here is that we, we got to keep working while we can
2: yeah I mean I've been sort of insanely working like nonstop um but at the same time i haven't I haven't been great about sitting still like I got when i when it first happened, I left and I went to Florida and I visited my sister and her kids so I had like a month with them, which was so nice because I never get to see my niece and nephew um so I got to relax a little with them like we went blueberry picking and you know, I got to play with the kids a lot, so that was like that was a really nice connecting time because I just hadn't really spent that much time with them before that. That's cool. So. Um,
1: my daughter just stopped by here, Lizzie. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you go back on Facebook and see what the name of the little deli is we ate at in L.A. on the first day, if you have time? I don't know if we took any Facebook.
2: How old's yeah, your I daughter? The Tyler the store.
1: Do you mean that? No, because it was the first day we were there. We went to the, that deli. And we sat on the wooden tables, and yeah, it was the first day. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, she's 15. My other one's 23, and she's living in Cleveland working at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I thought, oh, nice. I thought Liza I've might be able to look, Yeah, I thought Liza might be able to look back and see if we did any Facebook post about it. I don't remember at all. It was the first place we ate. Uh, it was our first day out. We ate was like, on that L.A. strip. And yeah. And had all the fancy water. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, can, if you can find the name, let me... Okay, that's fine. All right. I thought she'd be faster at finding it. All right. A place with fancy water is all she knows. <laughs> on the, fancy uh,
2: water sounds like my type of place. It,
1: okay. There you go. Well, we'll narrow it down then. Um, so you're going to do those shows uh, at Acme. Do you have any other shows lined up, or is this kind of just testing the waters on a market-by-market basis?
2: Um, yeah. We're just sort of waiting to see what's... You know, I have some dates in Vancouver, but I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen um, in July... And then I had uh, I have my special um, that I'm doing July twelfth um, from the Rose Bowl. Oh wow! And, yeah. Uh,
1: and how's that going to work out? They're going to be social distancing, and people going to have to wear masks.
2: Yeah, I'm not like sure what I'm allowed to, to discuss yet. I know. Uh, but, okay. I mean, they did they did announce it, so I guess I'm allowed to talk about it. It's um it's going to be for cars. It's going to be um it's oh. going to be a drive through special.
1: Oh, neat. Okay.
2: Yeah yeah comedy dynamics they're producing it oh
1: cool yeah i know um uh, some uh, musicians are doing that garth brooks i guess is doing one and you go to the drive-in theater and it's like a hundred bucks a car so i guess you can jam as many people as you can into your car and make yeah it, and you
2: know, they're gonna like mic the cars and everything yeah oh, so. okay
1: wow that's gonna be really cool so that's july 12th yeah.
2: yeah july 12th i'm like pretty nervous that's why i really wanted to get oh, okay. some road dates and you know, I, w- I wanted to run i wanted to run my hour because i think i might have more than an hour and i have to figure out what to get rid of
1: okay and that'll be live yeah okay uh and do you like where will people be able to get that well
2: well we don't know yet because so comedy dynamics is producing it but we don't know like uh, until we shoot it who they they can sell it to someone okay um or they can put it on their platforms
1: okay comedy so, dynamics. so we'll have, we'll have people just look for that and yeah comedy just,
2: dynamics to yeah. stay
1: updated on that terrific very good yeah
2: it's not and tickets are available at um at the site now like on the tribeca site okay
1: and then will you like end up releasing this perhaps as a, an album or anything or is this going to be the the format for it? i
2: think they might be releasing it as an album yes i think that's that's possible. I don't know for sure.
1: Okay. So uh, do you think this lever end <laughs> this whole thing?
2: <laughs> I think that's what we're all asking. Nobody yeah. knows what I'm learning is nobody knows anything. I think like, yeah. to me, that's the the most common thing. If you can just decide that nobody knows anything, then you can just kind of live your life in your way. Like do, do what makes you feel comfortable. Be as careful as you want to be. You know, it's like, there's no right way to be coping right now, you know
1: yeah, so, I, what I've heard I is, don't know yeah, what I've heard is that there won't be any semblance of normal until uh, uh probably until there's a vaccine for sure. You know, and then maybe even after that, who knows? Because the thing that scares me is they say, like, well, you know, this is becoming more common. I guess this actually started somewhere from, from the from the animal kingdom. And they're saying, well, as we, you know, deforest the planet and take away all these animals' habitats and they get closer to human populations, this is just going to happen again. I'm like, oh, Lord, no.
2: I mean, like, I know this is really depressing, but, like, we're all going to die at some point. <laughs>
1: yeah. But like, I, I
2: hate to be the one to break that news, but, like... We're mortal beings living on this planet and we're just borrowing time. And as soon as you sort of get in touch with that, as as far as like, oh, that's the reality of life is that this is all temporary. I think it actually gives you freedom to be like, oh, well, what do I what do I want to do with my time here rather than what do I do so that I make sure my time is infinite? Like because it's never going to happen that way.
1: Well, I guess that is one way to look at it. I mean, I was, I was kind of hoping for maybe the the putting off of the raw going to die thing. But when you put it that well, way, yeah. Well, that's what I, I it, feel like
2: the, the norm you know, is. Like everybody wants to, to put it off. But I'm kind of like, well, I guess I'm a, a little bit of a nihilist.
1: <laughs> well. It's funny you should say that now that you mention it, because uh, this morning my daughter went with me. She works at the same place. She helps out at the t-shirt company, and uh, I was saying, boy, you know, I'm, I'm glad I went and saw, you know, my favorite band was here last year in Cincinnati, and they were up in Dayton opening for B-52s, and at first I was going to go see them, but then I thought, you know what, it's only an hour away. I'm going to go see them, so I did, and we saw... Uh, one of our other favorite bands twice because they came to town twice and so and liza was like well maybe that was a sign from all of our bands to like that something bad was coming to see them twice because they're not you're not gonna see them again for another couple of years i thought i never thought of that
2: interesting yeah i mean it does go to show you know yeah i have a joke where i say now where i'm like you know we're used to being told that to live each day like it's our last but we're not used to being told, live each day like it's everybody's last. Yeah. You know, like, that's kind of been the shift where it's like, you. it might be so-and-so's grandmother's last. It might be, you know, that person you're meeting on the street's last. Like, that's a different mentality that I think we're all confused by. Like, how do you live each day like it's everybody's last day?
1: Yeah, you never really think about that. And I wonder how things will, like... Even after, and they, they, you know, after they find a vaccine, hopefully, and things do go back or can go back to normal, how much will go back to normal? Because one of the other things I do, I, I, I host trivia, and they've already come up with a way where you can just play it from your table and not have to walk up to me and hand me the answer slips anymore. You can just type the answer into your phone now, and it goes to an app that I can read and I can read the answer. So, just all kinds of little things like that, like. How much of this contactless stuff, how much will will people still want to go out? Will they want to go out more maybe because it's all built up and now they want to go out or they get used to being inside all the time?
2: I know. I really don't know the answer, but I guess I sort of hope that people still crave that human-to-human human connection, you know? like yeah. I still feel like it's so much a part of our humanity to connect in, in real life with each other.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, hope it doesn't, you know, hurt comedy. But I don't, I don't think it will, because I heard on CBS News the other day they were saying that, you know, with all these restrictions in place and social distancing, you know, it's the thing is, is that we need human interaction and human contact. So, I mean, this is fine in the short term to save lives and stop the spread of disease. But ultimately, this can't be the answer because it's gonna, it's gonna wind up hurting us.
2: Well, it's not even healthy for you. It's exactly. not good yeah. for you, like. It's not good for you to stay inside all all day. It's not good for you to not, you know, communicate. It's a lot of these things are really bad for for your even for your immune system. Like if you don't get enough sunlight, you're not getting enough vitamin D and like your immune system will go down. And then when you do go out, you'll be you'll be way weaker than if you kept going. You know, you need to go on walks. You need to. Get outdoors. And um, so I think that it's it's important that people still live their lives.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then find a, a way to do that. Yeah. I guess people have been. I think been. maybe
2: they'll, you know what? I think maybe people will just find a balance. You know, hopefully yes. there could, there can be a balance. But also, I just think a lot, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are going to get this, you know, and I think it's yeah. already spread so much that it's like the best thing you can do for yourself is just. Help your immune system, you know, like build yeah. up your immune system and be healthy and don't, don't drink and don't smoke, you know, things like that, that you can just eliminate from your diet. Don't, don't eat a lot of bread. I know that's really like uh, simplistic, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, th- I just feel like there's certain things you can do in your diet that can help too.
0: Yeah. And, and,
1: just, and just do things and, and just kind of live in a way that it uh, keeps people that are more vulnerable. From getting don't a, print, I understand don't most print that
2: because don't print that because one time I wrote on Twitter like you should eat more garlic and people were like you're spreading false information <laughs> and I was like I'm just saying garlic's good for you I'm it not is. like I'm not saying I read a study that says yeah. it fights corona
1: right just just in general <laughs> just be healthier
2: yeah, yeah yeah just try to like work on your your immune system I guess
1: exactly yeah they just they say just being healthy in general is really helpful and maybe having an underlying condition is the thing that they have to watch out for and that's the people yeah. the people that'll, that'll get it and get sick will get really sick and the people that get it and are asymptomatic will maybe won't even have any symptoms from what i understand so that's after for six months of all this or whatever it's been seems like six months but it's been more like what march april may june four months it seems to be the case that you know most healthy people will be okay it's the vulnerable people that are really, really at risk because they will get it bad.
2: So. I know that's really a shame. I really, I really hope that you know people are able to protect their loved ones and the people that are vulnerable can can you know adapt. So, but it is a scary. I mean, it's a scary time. I just think I think that's why you have to kind of you still have to find ways to enjoy your life. You know.
1: Yep. Well, hopefully uh, you'll be getting that sorted up there in Minneapolis uh, at Acme. And, um, yes. Yes, and you'll get they're they're set in line for the for the big Rose Bowl, and uh, appreciate taking the time here at the last minute to do this. This was this was. Yeah, weird. thanks for thanks for doing it. No problem. Like I said, and I'll email uh, Jess if, when I find the name of the restaurant, and then she can forward it to you, and you can say yay or nay if you've ever been there. But I, I swear it was you. <laughs> 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 All right.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious now.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it was it was like uh, uh just like uh, wasn't like a chain or anything. It was like a one. I can I can picture it too, and I can't for the life of me remember. What street it was on, or what we had done just before—I think we had just come from uh, do, doing the Walk of Fame, and we went a couple of blocks up or something. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, good luck. Get some rest before the show. And oh
2: wait, I have a question. Oh yeah. no, it wasn't yeah, yeah. a coffee shop, right?
1: No, it was like a deli, huh. kind of deli, deli sort of deli-ish sort of, but but like a modern deli, like you know, with, hel- with healthy foods and things like that. It was it was sandwiches and and salads and things like that. So.
2: Huh.
1: Yeah. I'll find it. Someone one of my three girls must have uh and my three girls I mean my two daughters and my wife must have done a Facebook check-in or something at it. So I'll I'll look And at I it.
2: was with an older woman and an, an older, older man.
1: man. Yeah. They looked older. They probably more like my age, probably in their 50s. I don't know. It's and and yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> But what was your question? Did you
2: get Did you get enough quotes for this article? Oh, absolutely,
1: yeah, yeah. We're gonna post this on the blog. I'll, I'll get this typed up tonight and then we can promote it. I hope
2: it. I didn't put my foot in my mouth by no. saying anything like because oh, no. I feel like I get scared talking anything of saying anything like go enjoy your life like whenever you're house.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I think people understand.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah they know. If, you, if you're you know if you're feeling at risk, you know, stay at home is what we've all been saying. So, of course, yeah, yeah of course. Great. And did you said you had a question? Oh no no no!
2: The question was, um, oh, okay. if it was just one coffee shop, but um, yeah okay.
1: All right, well, great, Erica. Um, uh, hope to talk to you again soon, maybe for a live show in here in Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, that would be fun. Great,
1: I'll, we'll be on the lookout. I'm sure Jess will let me know. All right, thanks All right. so thanks, much, thanks,
2: Erica. Bye bye. All right, bye. bye.
1: Thanks again to Erica Rhodes for being on the show. Uh, just go to ericarodes.com for all of your Erica Rhodes needs. You can find out about that. Uh, and I guess Comedy Dynamics is also the website. Go to their website to find out about this drive-through comedy show that they're doing and uh, what all is involved with that. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to our interview last year with Erica Rhodes. She explains all about Prairie Home Companion and how she got involved with all that and how she switched from being a musician to uh, being an actress and a comedian. Fun story there as well. So we're up to the song of the week. Song of the week is from Ava Max. And I guess she is known in this country for a, a top ten, barely gotten to the top ten single. Sweet and Psycho went number one everywhere else in the world. Uh, so, But if you know her, you know her from that song. I don't know that song. Again, I don't listen to a lot of American Chart Radio, so I am not familiar. But I do like this new tune of hers. It's called Kings and Queens. Uh, oddly, this one... It's only gotten the number 21 so far in the official chart in the UK, which does not sound right. I listened to the official chart yesterday, and I'm almost positive it was in the top 10. But here, in the United States, it has not charted at all. It was released earlier this year, didn't even, didn't even crack the Hot 100, which is weird. It, the song itself reminds me of like an 80s radio song, but I can't figure out what it is, and sonically, it sounds a lot like ABBA. So, um, like late 70s ABBA, kinda, you know, with the, with the more intense production. So, see what you think. Uh, I like this tune a lot, and, uh, I'm kinda sad it didn't chart here in this country, cause I wouldn't mind hearing it on the radio. This is Ava Max, Kings and Queens, our song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening.
0: If all of the kings had their queens on the throne, we would pop champagne and raise our toes to all of the queens who are fighting alone. Maybe